0: This Saturday, it's the kickoff to Super Wild Card Weekend. And for the first time, an NFL playoff game will stream exclusively on Peacock.
1: Unbelievable!
0: It all starts at 4.30 Eastern with the Browns and Texans on NBC and Peacock. And then, witness history when the Chiefs host the Dolphins at 8 p.m. Eastern only on Peacock. The season comes down to this! Go to PeacockTV.com slash NFL to learn more.
2: Can you say hard hats, folks? Hard hats, lunch pails, steel to a boot?
3: Anything short of a championship this year is a
0: (laughs) failure. Look at this boomer right here. You've just got so much talent here. Somebody said we need to apologize for Jalen. Can
4: I call the John? What are we apologizing for? What'd we say? (laughs) What'd we do?
0: (laughs) There's a lot to apologize for tonight, Jimmy. Not us. Yeah. The team, the team needs to apologize for taking the court. The team needs to apologize to us and to Bobby. To uh, Bobby, yep. Who went out there uh, on an overnight flight? I think every. I think the Patriots need to apologize to Amit.
2: For, Patriots do need, yeah, for, for keeping pa- him up.
0: But for, for me blowing up his phone at seven twenty-two, after he went to bed at six, after he went to bed. Ah! Get yeah, up, Belichick.
2: Up. Belichick needs to apologize to Patriots fans for the last
0: like five years. Ooh, That's something that yeah. I'm not going to forget. And and fans will and and the people in the chat will apologize to you now for anything we might say that uh, anything that we're going to say that might upset you. Yeah, um, this is not going to be TNT had to apologize to its viewers uh, for TNT. the games that they had to put up there, uh, and they decided. I don't. They I, they just stopped.
2: They were uh, like, "Yeah, uh, we're not going to uh, watch Banton and like Svi, yeah, and like all these other guys that Celtics fans don't even half the time want to watch. We're not yeah, going to subject our national audience to that." What's and Then they the put ob- on a game that was a twenty point blowout instead of thirty.
0: What's the opposite of a hard hat game, Jimmy? Would you like wear like you oh, know?
2: That's a really good question. Yeah, I think it's um. What do they call it when there's just like a viol- like a like a safety code violation on the on the uh, job? Scene. I don't know. There's something. There's there's a violation going on.
0: Are, is, don't you work in this industry?
2: Yeah, I'm just blanking on it right now. I got my <laughs> I got my Celtics hat on right now. I don't have my hard hat on right now. But yeah, there's there's definitely um, a strike on the Celtics for, for
0: the so uh, we're going to talk about this game for like 30 seconds. But I'll ask you outright. There's a really,
2: Uh, hold on real quick. There's a really, I I don't even know how to explain how to find it, but on Instagram, there's a really funny video going around of this guy who is a, his job is like um, construction supervisor. And then it's a picture of this dude or a video of this dude. And then they cut to a bunch of footage of people on construction sites that are like screwing up. And it's so, so, so funny. Just figure out a way to search it on Instagram. Like just type in, construction supervisor on the search and you will laugh for it. it's like a three minute video it's it's done very well.
0: Yeah. No hard hats. Okay. okay. All Sorry. Right. And that's the show. That's it. That's it. So um look. Here's what I don't OSHA want OSHA
2: violation. Do. Thank you, Nick Berry. OSHA it is. violation.
0: Here's the thing here's what I don't want to do. Can we all can we make a pact? Uh, you, me, you, me, and everyone currently in the chat. <sighs> okay. Okay. Here's the pact. I don't want to do the one side yelling about how bad they were and they should have been up for this game. And what the hell, it's still the Bucs and you're professionals and you get paid all this money. And I don't want the other side doing the back-to-backs, what would you expect, okay? I can't do this all night. What side are you? I'll just agree with you and we can move on. Well, I'm not on a side in the sense – here's what I will say. I don't understand why TNT would do this. Like why the league would schedule premium teams like the Celtics and the Bucks, and have the Celtics play on a back-to-back, um, and travel uh, the second night of a back-to-back on the road why you would do that when you're sitting and complaining. My target is the league and TNT. Not that you couldn't play well on the second night of a back-to-back, but you're inviting a slop fest. And you've told them you can't be sitting your starters on stuff like this. So what do they do? They go in there, they chuck a couple threes, they realize they don't have it. They're like, "Yeah, all set, peace out, scheduled loss." They sit in the second half and it's the worst thing. It's the biggest freaking disgrace and embarrassment. So, if you want entertainment, don't do that. Like, that's it. Yeah. I'm not going to get in on the Celtics and all the dudes. They, they all sucked collectively. Uh, friggin' crumple it up, throw it in the trash, flush it, done. I don't give a crap about the game. I have nothing to say about the game. I'm not making excuses for their performance. We all saw what happened. It happened. It has happened. I don't understand why why the league does this. I find it stupid. If you want these two marquee teams to play in a good game, arrange the schedule in a way that maximizes the probability that you're going to have a good game. That being said, I will ask your opinion on your take on it. Um, Wow. Is it an excuse that they played the back to back for how bad this was?
2: Yes. It's an excuse. I don't care. I don't care. I mean, it wasn't too long ago and it, it was for a reason they were doing back to back to backs because of the lockout. Um, and we didn't see performances as bad. Now, what you're saying is true. They put teams in a, in a tough position to compete at, at the level that they can compete on, on a national And like I said, scale.
0: this is a good point. The Wolves played their asses off with travel problems on the second night of a back-to-back on the road. Oh, it's not sure. an excuse. The Celtics could have played well. Absolutely not an excuse. I just think you want They gave up.
2: I mean, John, it's it pretty up. simple. The, it's just... the shots didn't fall. You know, this was a game where the shots, the three-pointers needed to fall early to keep it close. They did not fall. I think I saw at one point one of 11, and it got worse from there. It was one of those games where they, there was no fight. It was the total opposite of what we saw in the second half or the fourth quarter of last night's game. I think the Celtics team, again, took this one off and you're either okay with it or you're not. And in the grand scheme of things, it might not mean a whole lot. It's, it's one of 82. And we know what that if you go balls to the walls for the regular season and put yourself in a, you know, a top seed, if that's what you sell out for, and you flop in the playoffs, then it was all for nothing. So, in one sense, okay, you know, they're not, they're not going to completely drain themselves, and the NBA did F them maybe in some it's, capacity. It's not
0: an excuse. It's just dumb. We want entertainment. I want to be right. entertained. Well, there's so, two different
2: sides of the argument. So yeah, I just want to maximize
0: the likelihood of entertainment. There's right. no excuse. The Celtics played like chumps. It's embarrassing. They they, they gave up. I mean, their coach they embarrassed their coach themselves bailed them on national television. The broadcast bailed on the freaking game. I don't think I've seen that before. So, yes, the Celtics embarrassed themselves. they embarrassed, and I honestly— And I think- they're going to have to eat it.
2: I can't tell if what Joe did was more embarrassing or less embarrassing by just starting the bench to start the game, I mean, to start the second half. I mean, the starters were playing so poorly where if Joe wanted to, he could have just hung him out to dry a little bit longer out there. Um, But for whatever reason, maybe it was because of rest. Maybe it was because he didn't want to do something stupid because who's going to get the blame? The same people who are complaining that, you know, they benched him too early, or that, or that they didn't try. The same people would be saying, "How could Joe be so stupid to keep Tatum in the game with you know down thirty with four minutes left in the third quarter and the back up on a, on the second night of a back to back? What's up?
0: Who can, who who took Gelso's phone and is doing this right oh, now? Oh yeah, that's this not, isn't that's real, just, Nick.
2: That's not real, Nick. Somebody's that's not real, Nick.
0: Doppelganger. That's um, not real, Nick.
2: No, so I, I mean. I can see it from multiple you know, I can see different perspectives, but this is an embarrassing loss as far as I'm concerned.
3: Yeah, they,
0: they, they punked themselves. They looked stupid. The yeah. Bucks came out with something to prove. The Celtics came out like, let's see if the threes fall, and if they do, I'll decide to try later. And they got friggin' right. They got punked. They they looked stupid. And they looked really bad on national TV. I mean, and everyone's gonna Joe's gonna be like, "I'm not mad at all," and it'll be a shoulder shrug game, and fans will get annoyed, and some rightfully so. They looked stupid. I hope they like to. Yeah, I mean, I listen, hope they eat it think, a little bit. Like well, that was embarrassing. It's an embarrassing. I think a race. lot of. I think a lot of people
2: thought that they could easily lose this game, and the Bucks were favorites going into this game. The Bucks, yeah. the Bucks were two and a half point favorites, yeah. and what that means to me is, okay, the Celtics lose this game. You know, we're not going to sit here and panic about it for 45 minutes. But when you lose the way you did, it's just, I mean, again, you, you don't want to – it's 1 of 82, and you're not going to sit here and, and cry for an hour about it, or that we might. But Positive, Nick. You want to show up at least. I mean, have again, its it goes back to having some pride, you know, having some self-respect. I mean, teams are going to – once in a while, they are going to have those stinkers. They are going to get blown out. We saw it last year against Oklahoma City. Well, that was a shocker, but this is a game against a team that is your Eastern Conference rival. There's a lot of you know back and forth, win some, you lose some type moments between these two. And to to and, and again, the Bucks had what three three nights off or two nights off before this one, so they're they're at home, they're coming in with all the rest. This is a game where if you are a gambler, you probably hammered the Bucks. Yeah, but you still hate the way the Celtics came out. You hate the fact that they didn't even come out in the second half. They just, they waved the white flag. And yeah, it would have been an improbable comeback. But would it have killed them to put the guy, put the starters back out there for the first four or five minutes and see, you know, what they have? Maybe all of a sudden it's a, it's a 18 point game and then, and then you've got plenty of time. It's the NBA. Those comebacks happen all the time. And I understand that this was a huge deficit. What was it at halftime, John? It was like 38 to. 80 or something, 75, something like that. Something wild. It was like a 37 point. I
0: joined this game game. late and I watched it like kind of, you know, skipping through. So I I was just, it was so obvious where this. Yeah, yeah. I
2: mean, you didn't have to pay And that's the other thing. You didn't even have to pay it. was so obvious where this
0: was going fairly early. So again, I may whip myself into a frenzy by the end of this show, completely change my opinion (laughs) and go crazy and say like, these friggin' losers. But like, you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of in the camp of it's not an excuse, but you open up the possibility when you schedule these games that the team's gonna f- come out flat. Bucks came out scorching hot and wanting to make a point. And those two things when they met together, Uh, resulted in really just getting run off the court early. And it was over before they had a chance to even kind of decide whether they wanted to play. And that was it. Um, it It was awful. It's atrocious. And absolutely, people who are mad, I get it. But like we know both sides of it. There's gonna be a faction of people who are furious and think, just show up and play. You're friggin' professionals. This is the schedule. Deal with it. You're not the only team that plays back to backs second night of back to backs, yada yada, yada. Yeah. And then there'll be others That's who'll kind say of like where I am, there'll be others bit. who don't care. The reality is, yeah. Show up and play. That's what you're paid to do. It's embarrassing. This is the number 2 team in the conference. And if you have any pride, you probably should have showed up and tried a little bit harder than this and not just coasted in the like, "Oh, let's see what happens." You can't do that against a team like that. But also, who freaking cares? I don't believe that this win has any bearing on what's going to happen down the road. I know some people will be like, "I don't know. They do this stuff in the playoffs. They do." But I think they this collective group has earned enough you know, this year where they haven't really laid down and they've fought back in games and they haven't had a lot of these sorts of stinkers. So, like, I'm okay to excuse it, though I really wish they had come out and played different. And I think every bit of shame and embarrassment that they might feel off of this is deserved, and I hope it lingers for a little bit.
2: I don't think and, they will for yeah. some reason. I'm not getting yeah. the vibe that they care. They might not.
0: They might be like, ah, yeah, whatever, it happened.
2: Yeah. I mean, again, at the end of the day, it's one. You you don't want this. You know, this isn't a pattern. But this isn't what happens to—I don't—I don't, I don't to even—I don't even want to go there. But it's just not. How do you say?
0: It's not yeah, becoming and, of and a championship. And I, and I agree team. with Judo. Ju- Judah, this is one thing that I think home fans do—not not Celtics fans. The home fans do, Jimmy. I, I overreact to the thing that your team does without the perspective that it's every team. It okay. The, the bucks got run out by, I, you know, you see it all the time. Like, you know, it, teams getting blown out by teams that you would never expect. Even this
2: felt a little different though, John. I mean, rarely do you bench your entire team for the entire second half. I
0: mean, it rarely did does different. that happen.
3: So this I'm curious.
0: One, I'm curious, this, Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, do you think Joe did that? Cause it was like, Ah, whatever. Shoulder shrug. It just wasn't our night. Or you think he did it to like send a message? And like that's
2: what I can't quite figure out. I'm I'm wondering if if he's brought it up after the game to you know reporters. I know Bobby's there, and we can ask Bobby what Joe's sort of um, mentality was. But I just briefly on Twitter saw it. It seemed like Joe was taking the chalk it up to a game. You know, it happens type of thing. So I almost feel like and this is a little bit surprising to me because I thought Joe would be on the more like F you guys. I'm going to stick you back out there. I mean, we've certainly, certainly seen him let players play through shitty performances before he will swallow his, he'll swallow his timeouts all game and watch guys try to figure it out on their own. But on a night where they couldn't figure it out from the start, he kind of throws him a life raft and kind of, you know, it's almost like you're getting booed off the stage in a way you're bombing so badly so many tomatoes are being thrown at you yeah. where you just can't recover and you just have to pull this person off the stage. And, uh, you know, yeah. the sideshow clown comes back out.
1: The NFL season is wrapping up and there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. And the app is so easy to use and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same game parlays, find bets in the new Explore tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub the best way to find popular parlays, and more. So visit fanduel.com Boston and make your first bet a layup, FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus specs that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Or text next step to 53 342 in Arizona, 1 888 789 7777, or visit slash chat in Connecticut, 1 800 9 with it in Indiana, 1 800 522 4700, or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1 877 770 stop in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland.
0: Step. B- Bucks recently lost to the Rockets. No offense to the Stay Ready crew. Yeah, Bucks lost to the Rockets and at home to the Jazz recently. So again, losses happen. It's not it, but yeah.
2: it's just for some. I mean, if you watched, there's something about this performance. It felt like they went into it being like, if the threes fall, great. If they don't, like. We're, we're, yep. we're out of it. We're not, we're not working for anything tonight. That's
0: kind of yep. how it felt. I hate that too. And you know what, here's, here's what bugs me more. I felt like it was almost team wide, which is almost slightly better than it just being like everyone came to play, but Tatum was just like, I'm just going to chuck, you know, and those games drive <laughs> me more nuts when it's like the one player or the star that you're counting on in this game. I, 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 I don't remember a single thing Tatum did. Like, I don't even yeah. you know. It was collectively just, you know, chuck it, chuck it. Brown was just chucking. Everybody was just chucking. Holiday, Holiday another like, what's the opposite of a a revenge game? Because Holiday's now got two of them under his belt with Milwaukee. He's dropping spicy comments, you know, prior to the game. Spicy. According
2: to some people, spicy.
0: He just said, I get it. He was in a better place. He just said it so fast I didn't even pick up on it. Um, But he's – He's trying to take teeny jabs at the Bucks.
1: Here's he's, a, he's
0: going out and playing like ass. We got some some Missoula quotes
2: that Ahmed sent us from Bobby. Bobby's on the scene over there in Milwaukee. Missoula, we just didn't have it tonight. You can actually use it as opportunities, perspective when you take a deep breath. Missoula, again, our guys bring it every single night. It's not always going to go our way. Yikes. I don't even like those quotes, but again. And they're gonna sit here in boomer rage for an hour. If these guys, honestly, John, this is how I feel. They don't give a shit. I'm not gonna sit here and give a That's shit.
0: That's what he says. To, here's the thing. I, I think people misread this stuff. I and I and I've I've made a living off of trying to extrapolate what do they mean when they say this? I think that I think Joe is of the camp. I'm not calling out my players publicly, but he might undress them in the film room off of this, or he may just flush it. (laughs) Barely any film. He may actually, or he might say, we're never looking at that again, you know, and then you just move on. I mean,
2: I don't even know how you can look at it unless you really just want to say you're a piece of shit. But after bad (laughs) performances,
0: not like this one, I I would imagine he gets his pound of flesh, you know, in practice and in the film room. This is one of those where he's probably just going to flush the whole thing.
2: I don't know how else you could, I mean, this is a good, a good film on what not to do. If that's what you're, you know, here's what happens when you don't, here's what happens when you don't do what we kind of tell you guys to do. And here's here are the results. Um, if it was against a trash team, I would even, I would even be less mad about it. It's against a team that you're probably going to see in the playoffs. I mean, you're the one and they're the two or vice versa, you know, theoretically you're supposed to meet at some point. So, I just don't like giving the giving the opposing team that much, you know, chest puffing. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. they're flexing all over you. Brook Lopez is hitting threes. Giannis is dunking on you, and he's giving you the the scowl. I mean, and I, I like, it's just who likes that? Who, like who, you know, outside of Milwaukee. I mean, if you're a Celtics fan, like you don't want to see that stuff. Yeah. So I get it. You can't bring it every night. It's not always going to go your way. Yada, yada, yada. All the things. I get it. Oh, you know, there's lessons to be learned in losses. I, I get it. I'm not an idiot. I understand all that. That being said, it's better if you don't get blown out with like six minutes to go in the second quarter and then bench all your starters, because I don't know, either they're that bad or you just want to rest them and you're just throwing it up, throwing chalking it up to that. To your point, John, NBA hung them. Up. NBA kind of screwed them, I guess, with the schedule. There, they've had a tough run. But we've all said, "Oh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a tough schedule coming up here." You've got Milwaukee. Twi- I mean, you've got Indiana twice. Then you've got Minnesota. Then you've got Milwaukee. That doesn't mean take a game off. That means you got a hard effing schedule. Hard hats, steel toe boots, lunch pails. That's what it's all about. It's not. I'm gonna call call out of work today because I've had a tough week. Oh, I'm gonna take Thursday off because. Oh, I worked I worked late on Wednesday, so I'm actually going to take Thursday off, boss. That's not what it's all about. If you have a tough week of work, you show up ready for a tough week of work. That's kind of where I'm at with it. So I'm, I'm embarrassed if I'm a Celtics fan, or if I'm the Celtics, I'm embarrassed. Now, I don't know if that's how they feel, and maybe they can just brush it off, and they'll beat the Rockets by 40 on Saturday, and nobody will care about this game. But for right now, for tonight, I don't know how you – I mean – I guess you can just ignore it. Like you could ignore a bunch of things in your life and just be like, Oh, that's okay. Uh, Yeah. That, that whatever chalk it up to a a bad day. Um, Sure. If you can live your life that way, all power to you. Ignorance is bliss. But for some people that matters. And, and, and you know, that that's also like building good habits and things like that. And again, yes, it's one game, but I just don't like the, I don't like the idea that that can happen.
0: Yeah. I, fair enough. Fair enough. I, I get it, um, and like I said, I may, fraudulent. I may whip myself into into that lather too, but I'm also just cognizant of the fact that it's ev- every team does this from time to time. So I don't know why it's a big deal just with this team, and I have to keep reminding that- myself that because it's easy to have an emotional reaction. I want to give a shout out to Easy E. It's Dang. a br- that's a brother that'll smother your mother and make your sister think I love her. Um, wow. last year, this game would have really worried me. The team is different. I have faith. I'm kind of here too. I think they've shown enough non lazy, non mail it in non collapsing moments. And even in games where they do have lapses, like they did in Minnesota last night. I remember the heat earlier in the year, they've turned it around and made winning plays late and played some, some good ball. So, um, I, I will, I, I think you got to give them props for that. I think you got to give them some props. Yes. No Mayo. And I don't want Vrabel either. I want new blood. I want big, bold strokes. That's 100% what I want. We're doing, were you we transitioning to Patrick? No, I'm just I'll trying, do it. So, Jimmy, you know that thing where you give me crap when you say I miss super chats and then I leave one on the screen for yeah, like 30 yeah, yeah. minutes and you talk through the whole thing and don't acknowledge the super <laughs> chat? I'm I didn't tra- notice it. I'm trying to throw them up there for the people who are contributing to your. Candy. I'm Mayo.
2: I'm Mayo. i'm I'm team mayo
0: we're gonna get into the belichick stuff no i am not a mayo guy um no i take that back i love gerard mayo i love mike vrabel i don't want uh i don't want i want to i want to flush it all and start start anew i want it all different that being said i think the players love mayo and that's good i also don't think that the coach is important Whoever they bring in as coach is going to be worse than the guy they fired. What matters is who's making the personnel decisions because that's their problem right now. So we're too hung up on who the coach is. I, it, The coach will be worse than the last coach, guaranteed. Next, you know, and we'll get into that in a little bit.
2: But the coach, the coach and the GM obviously work hand-in-hand hand a lot together too. So you can't just say a coach doesn't matter. But I think Mayo, oh, I don't even
0: want to get into it right now. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. We're going to wait. We will get to, we'll get to Patriots talk. We'll give you guys enough of a heads up and you guys don't like it. You can leave. I it. don't even
2: have much more time on this game, John. I pretty much said my G- piece. We're going to do break down the freaking X's and O's of this one.
0: What I'm going to say this is, uh, you know, O'Shea Brissett has friggin' hops, dude. I, I, I am, you know. That's it, one thing he's got. He can jump. It's good that he can jump because he can't shoot. He cannot, <laughs> but he can jump, man. He can jump. That's all I got.
2: Yeah, and that was talking O'Shea Brissett.
0: That was O'Shea Brissett. Hey guys, what, you guys want us to talk Jalen? Should we talk Jalen? Yeah. Where's that? Where's Louise from last night? Seven hundred and forty comments. I put her in timeout. She gets you... out of. She gets out of it one second out of jail. As soon as as soon as she gets sprung, are you guys talking about Jalen yet?
2: Yeah, that's not going to get us to talk about him. Yeah. Um, I'll give Jalen more props, and I'll give Tatum tonight though yeah I mean it's they're both very very low on the totem pole tonight but yeah. if I have to criticize one over the other I'll criticize Tatum more than Brown because Tatum wants to be that superstar superstar top five MVP yeah I think you get again these are the games where it, there comes a point in a NBA player or NFL player baseball player superstar athlete where you're more it, it's you have an obligation to show up every single game that you're playing in because you're the ticket. People are paying a lot of money to see you. There was probably a lot of fans in that building tonight that their favorite player was Jason Tatum, and he just said, "I'm calling out of work." So, like LeBron James, say whatever you want about him, he he gets it. He knows that it's it's more than just playing, uh, you know, basketball. It's uh, it's it's like an obligation. So I'm not saying Jason Tatum's there yet, and this is an example of him not being there. And, I, again, I don't want to go on and on and on about the disappointment of the game, but this was just a you're bad saying
0: that You're saying that. And then I going, am. As yeah, I but you know what? Because I'm catching mean? myself. I know. I'm not going to talk about it 20 <laughs> minutes later. Well, no, I mean, I think when you're a superstar
2: <laughs> player, you got to put together a better performance than you did tonight. I mean, this was – it wasn't just like he didn't have it. It was just like he just literally didn't show up tonight. So, yeah. like that to me is the unacceptable part. Everyone's gonna have a a bad Louise! shooting night or an off
0: night. Jalen lover right here. <laughs> there Louise, she is, Louise. Louise came at me last night. Not gonna lie, Louise. I kind of didn't talk about. I didn't move the conversation to Jalen because of you. Um, Love that spite. Spite. Nah, no, yeah. just it was more How about plate. this. It was more playful than anything. It wasn't that. Talk it about Thanasis. Thanasi, This
2: is a game. This is Thanasis' type of game, man. I mean, say what you want about Thanasis, but he brings it out there every time he plays. Yeah. He brings it all right. I mean, he brings everything wrong. He, I can't believe he's still in the league,
0: but he I, brings it. That guy can barely walk. Like, he's one of the goofiest dudes <laughs> he I've <is>. ever seen. <laughs>
2: He's a goofball. He's actually kind of a clown, to be honest. He
0: legit. I, he. I, I like. He's the type of guy who would like trip and like seriously injure himself. You know. You know. You know. Just like walking up the stairs. Like he's goofy as hell. But he's also crazy. A little snap. Thanks. Do, do you question Tatum's dog?
2: What kind of dogs he got?
0: I always question Tatum's dog. We but talk, we, talk how, Corgi, we
2: talk in porgy, we talk retriever. What do we got?
0: I'm a pug man. You're a pug man. I love pugs.
2: You just outed yourself, my friend.
0: It's weird, right?
2: That's really weird. I I, lo- get...
0: I so love. I'm... I love their little tragic faces. They're... My
2: aunt, my, I have a couple aunts they look who like at you, greeted pugs, and so I've been around pugs all my life. I gotta say, I'm kind of I'm kind of done with pugs. It's the sm- it's the it's the breathing. It's the, it's the yeah. It's that thing. Yeah. It's the constant snorting. I'm a Corgi guy, personally. Yeah. 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 Happiest dog. I'm,
0: ever. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm the, uh, I'm the guy who's, uh, who'd rather you I'm have a dog. I'm a Luna guy. Team Luna. would you say? I'm the guy who wants you to have a dog and not me to have a dog. Like I'm the fun For uncle. Sure. I'm the fun uncle of <laughs> yeah. dog owners, you know? like. Yeah. I it's I don't want kids, I don't want the kids, but I'll be nice to your kids. Like I, yeah, I'll pat your dog, I'll even grab me the little tennis ball thingy and I'll impress you by how far I can whip it across the field. Right. And you'll be like, Wow, I can't throw it that far. But and I'll yeah, be like, here, Yeah, here's, I know, here's I'm your dog back. awesome, after. But here's your dog back, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll take him for a walk. <laughs> a couple of girls might come up and be like, Oh my god, I love your dog. You thanks, yeah, his yeah. name is Fido or whatever. And then yeah, here's your dog back.
0: Yeah. But take your dog. Yeah. And also don't assume I like your dog just because you like your dog. Because I don't always like Ooh. your dog.
2: Yeah. Also, I'll say this, like, make sure your dog is cool. Like, do the work. Do the, do <laughs> do the, the work. work. <laughs> when you get the dog, do the work. Yeah. So that it's a cool dog and it's nice to other dogs and other people. You can walk it. It's playful. Just do the work. Don't get a dog and just, like, screw it off for six months. And then it's too late. Because yeah. you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Now, do I question Tatum's dog? not cuz of this game not cuz of this game i will say over the last year he's got a little bit he's got more dog in him i like the kiss of death i like you know some of the moves he starts to make now he gets a little he's more physical than he used to be he's not just settling for only step back jumpers so i i like that more i do think he has more dog in him but i don't think he has gotten to like alpha dog status my
0: tatum dog like vibe like vibes were always i think he has a generally kind of sleepy demeanor yeah which i wish he didn't because i do think sometimes being demonstrative uh helps lift others around you it's harder to go by you know guys and i do think there's some passivity or sometimes where he's trying to find feel his way around what he wants to be at that moment in a game and sometimes he has the slow starts and he's not sure whether he should just start to take it or be deferential sometimes it looks like he's kind of not into it and you know I don't know that he's I think I think he's always more struggled to what am I supposed to do am I supposed to shoot all the time or what do you guys want here sometimes it's hard figuring it he said it openly like I'm kind of trying to figure out, like, sometimes I got to take it, sometimes not. And that's really what it comes down to him. I I, I know sometimes people want to, like, just take the ball and dominate, which he did against Minnesota uh, in the fourth quarter in overtime last game. I guess that's what people call dog. But also when he does that, mm-hmm. the shots aren't falling. Everybody's like, dude, chill. you got all these good players around you. You don't have to be that guy. So I think the dog stuff is more superficial than it is his actual mentality to win and whether it is whether or not he's competitive. But you'd still like to see him like, you know, just I think also the, the complaining and that stuff retracts from dogness. I, I'm just going to quickly uh, uh, on gonna this answer comment. this. I'm going to answer this question. Uh, I, look, I said you flushed this game because it's the second of a back-to-back against a good team, and they got down so early that there really was no coming back from it. So at that point, total capitulation was understandable. It just it snowballed so fast that before, like I said, before they had a chance to figure out whether they wanted to get into it, they they, they were already done. Um, yeah, sure. You, you get multiple days rest and an inferior team comes into the garden whoops your ass you're gonna feel worse all the bad losses count i just think this one is understandable even though we would have rather seen uh a different result and it's no excuse but it is uh it is fine why is cornet on the thumbnail he is i think it's because he played a lot and ahmed has a sense of humor if i had to guess.
2: Um, I'll say this, if they, if they lose this badly to the Rockets, yeah, they're, they're, they're going to get ripped to, to the high heavens. I'll say that because that means I'm a, that means he punked you. That means yeah. big, big, bad Ime The boogeyman came in and spanked you. He we have it. He bent you over his knee and he spanked, he spanked all his kids.
0: Get Somebody call the Herald or, or, or a tabloid here, uh, <laughs> the uh we had tatum's dog assaulted one of our viewers that's
2: messed up how about this john this is this is this guy knows you (laughs) this is something that you would say
0: no but it's just like you know like it's the whole nobody likes your kids like yeah nobody likes talking to me nobody likes your dog like it's not OK if your dog comes up and start just jumps on my, uh, you know, jumps up me. Jumps and licks up, me. yeah. And, and, and again, it's, you know, and and, and 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 the owner's like, it's fine. He's friendly. I don't give a crap. I'm friendly. Like, you don't want me jumping up on you either. Like, why do you think I want this? People are so dumb about that.
2: Uh, yeah, people, people who think their dogs are their kids. Ugh. That's tough, too
0: uh honest opinion if jason tatum shelling out that uh, that contract money here if this were a home game would they have tried i'm not going to act like the undefeated thing isn't in their minds maybe sure maybe this is a
2: home game there's no way they're benching the starters in this.
0: they still should have tried oh shit
2: they still should have tried I'm not talking about it anymore. I've already said way too much. Jack, I know everybody
0: me. hates pugs. I can't explain it. Leave me alone. What about they're in, like they're inbred? They shed. They're snorty. They have short lifespans. They're not great. They're not great dogs. They're a little too energetic and hyper. But they're cute as hell and they're lovable and they're loyal. And I, I've always had an. They're affair loyal. Them. Just leave. You act me like alone. dogs aren't loyal. Like dogs every suck. freaking
2: dog's loyal. Man. Dogs are they just wants
0: food. Dogs are sluts. Like dogs like everybody. If like the owner left and a stranger came in in three days, the dog would be like, you're fucking, you're awesome. You're just like the other guy. Like they don't care. They're not loyal to you. I like, I'd
2: like to not believe that.
0: They just want the attention. John confirmed cat guy. Apparently I am a cat guy. You got to work to get a cat to like you. Totally.
2: But a cat might go its entire life and not like you. You might just fail in the end.
0: I've seen that. I did have a, I did have a great
2: cat. John's like, I've lived that.
0: No, I had a great cat. Great. Cat.
2: I actually would like cats, but I am unfortunately allergic to cats. I found that out the hard way. Rescued a cat, <laughs> literally rescued it, not like went to the store and and got one. I rescued a cat, like from being a, it was just an abandoned cat. Yeah. Took took it in from like the outside, took it in, and then for like a month, I had like running running. Itchy eyes, runny nose. And finally, my parents were like, You might be allergic to cats. I'm like, I was a younger kid. Yeah. I was like, You guys let me suffer for a month before you decided that it might be what it is.
0: But yeah, I found out the hard way. So, yeah. unfortunately, I also. Itchy eyes, man. Nothing my, worse. My first cat we took in a stray in college. Um, it was oh like, it was somebody's house cat that they I moved houses or just frigging tenants changed. The cat was still there. And the cat just kind of was like, I guess I live with you guys now. Um, <laughs> and he just came over and, he, and we, we named him Tito. And then we nice. found out, we, we found out on the last day of college when there was, like, senior stuff and people were playing. Actually, G. Love was playing. um, Nice. I like G. Love. He was playing when you were in college? In the backyard of somebody's house because he knew the people there. We were just hanging with G. Love. And the owners... Two houses down, saw our cat. And they're like, "It's Boris," and we're like, "Who the fuck is <laughs> Boris?" And they're like, "It's this this cat. He was our cat like a year ago." So it's our cat, man. And I think I think they had adopted him from whoever else lost. He was just changing owners year to year. He's just
2: chilling. He's just the the college cat.
0: Yeah, he's a college cat. But yeah, we're hanging with G Love, and, and we found Tito slash Boris's real owner, and that's what happened.
2: Love that Boris. That's a hell of a name. I named my cat Spooky because he's a black cat.
0: Yeah. There you go. Yeah, lucky you do. I definitely like him. I definitely miss I miss I miss Tito. So
2: here's the thing. If they were arrested, they would have won. Calm down. Don't calm. Don't tell me to calm down. I am calm. <laughs> I hate when people say that. Calm down.
0: The, the worst thing you can say to someone is relax. Totally,
2: especially girls. Yeah, relax. Here's this guy. Bobby. He is he is no relax in him. There he is, folks. Boston last night. Milwaukee, and I, I tell you what, the Celtics may have taken the night off, but Bobby Manning doesn't even know what that
0: means. Celtics fan poll Who's the tiredest, Bobby or Amit? Gotta <laughs> be Amit. Really? It's always Amit. Yeah. It's always I slept Amit. on the plane. But uh, to be fair, Amit at his peppiest sounds like he hasn't slept in seven days. <laughs> Bobby, I have some bad news. Your
2: flight's canceled.
4: Yeah. Um, That's tough. On Before, top of this, really being the worst, what are you gonna Celtics do in Milwaukee
2: game. for another day? It sounds horrible, dude.
4: Might go to Chicago, most we'll same.
0: Ask Taylor and uh, Ahmed about their
4: Milwaukee experience. I can't think didn't of who, love it.
2: it, probably must be a top, top oh, no, five worst co- city to be stuck in for an extra day. Milwaukee, Ugh. yeah, I was bracing for this. I wasn't
4: expecting, I'll, this I'll kind raise of you, game, I'll though. raise
0: you a St. Louis and a Cleveland. oop
2: I said top five though, so that's still, yeah, those are. Cleveland might not be too bad. I don't know.
0: I haven't been to Cleveland in a while because I never wanted to go. I did Columbus. I I had a
2: blast in Columbus. Our good friends at HelloFresh, guys. So HelloFresh.com slash CLNS free. You want to use the code CLNS free and get free breakfast for life. Guys, what is HelloFresh? You get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and counter HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Yesterday was Sunday. Let's be honest. You sat on the couch and you watched football all day and you didn't go food shopping. Well, that's okay. Because if you had HelloFresh, you'd get your food delivered right to your door. So you wouldn't have to go waste a Sunday at the supermarket and fight through lines and deal with annoying people. You wouldn't have to do any of those things, Sherrod, right? I mean, exactly. That's that's, that's, my dog. Yeah, yeah. Backs my dog. Exactly. So you want to enjoy your Sundays. You want the food delivered to your door healthy, not the takeout trash that, you know, <laughs> is it, is it, is it going to fall in line with your New Year's resolutions and your new diet and everything like that. So HelloFresh comes in. It makes saving time. Um, your breeziest resolution with quick, immediate recipes delivered right to you. You can choose your meals and select your delivery date. They handle the meal planning and shopping. All you have to do is open your weekly box of pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes to get to cooking. I know Bobby's had it, and you guys, guys, the uh, the the food's legit. It, it's it's better than preferred. what you're gonna figure out on your own. Like, if you're a bachelor out there and you just don't want to cook, but you want to maybe like start that, you know, at some point, guys, we do have to grow up a little bit. We still have to start cooking things, and I think HelloFresh is a good enough entry.
4: with the apps. Those stupid exactly. apps on your phone, you're like $50 to get Oh to my McDonald's. god! You're not even going to say their names <laughs> because they're such a ripoff. And it, it, it's bad.
2: It's getting worse too. So go to HelloFresh.com slash CLNSFree and use the code CLNSFree for free breakfast for life. That's one breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash CLNSFree with code CLNSFree.
0: Bobby, on a scale of one to ten, how, uh, how bothered are you by uh, the Celtics kind of no-show tonight?
4: On a scale of five to ten? No, I didn't say five. Oh. Who says that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know how to feel about this one. Wait. I think you lean to which. Where are you on this? <laughs> You know where I am. Look at me right there. So with this game, I was on there. the other
0: side, but you, you, you guys have pinned me where, where I am.
4: Where are I, you, Bobby? I'm curious about it. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: That's a good one too. I love here's, that one. Here's the deal. Look at me with my haircut. Here's the deal. team. <laughs> just wait. Like just wait. Joe Sweet is like,
2: "What the f did you just
4: say?" <laughs> Teams play back-to-backs. Teams occasionally play five games in seven days. This typically doesn't happen. This was a weird game, not only for the fact that they threw in the towel at halftime, but also for the fact that they really didn't perform at all in that first half in any manner. You know, you got a few good stretches from O'Shea Brissett there and the bench was a little better than the starters there, but in this game where John, if they sat everybody in this happen, all right, it's rest schedule loss, but they, fall, by the way, but man. they came in and, and played everybody and intended to compete in this game and to follow down <laughs> 10 to two and see that expand it to, you know, the halftime lead and did you? I, I, did I, I, you
0: give me a number?
4: No, he didn't. He's just
0: talking. This is filibustering. What? How, how? Pick a
2: number, you coward. <laughs> we? No, I mean, I agree with. I'll you, go Bobby. right in the
4: middle of five. I'm, oh,
2: <sighs> hot take alert! That'll move the needle. So
4: I mean, this, what information? Well, not of, do so none of this matters. No, what no, if, no, if, no. What Bobby. information do I have, Jimmy, to say that this is gonna be an issue going middle forward? Middle Manning. <laughs> I don't have any. What? So,
2: we got to have information now.
4: All season, I needed
2: information. I wouldn't say shit for all season. This team,
4: show. all season, this team are in the benefit of the doubt uh, in terms of what they've done to this point, their consistency, their competitiveness. So I can't go off one game. Everybody gets blown out like this a couple times a year. Bobby, right? I'm
0: with you, buddy. That's kind of where I was. I, I, I think they still embarrassed themselves, and I think they should have shown up. But I'm also not concerned. When
4: you intend to show up,
3: you need to show either. up.
2: I think it's two different questions. I don't think people are concerned because they lost the game. I think it's just embarrassing and discouraging the way that they showed up or didn't show up tonight. Like, it's still a game. It's still on the schedule. And, Bobby, one of the things I said was, like, we talk about, oh, they have a really tough schedule coming up. They've got two and two against Indiana. They've got Minnesota. They've got Milwaukee. That doesn't mean just take one of those games off. That means you have a hard schedule coming up.
0: What I don't get is, you tra. I, I, what I'll say is this: you, you traveled. Everybody, you knew you were sitting out. You sent your starters, and they went there to Milwaukee.
4: You intended to compete.
0: Intended to compete, and the starters just got out there and were like, "Nah." So, you know, if you decided, "Ah, we'll mix and match. We'll give the bench guys the stay ready crew some reps. We're doing this. We're we're uh-huh. going to try them. Uh, you know." Jalen's gonna eat it tonight, and he's gonna carry the load along with this. Or you know what? I'll rest Jalen because Jason sat the other night, and we'll do that. And we'll go half our starters. And you know if we're if we're in it, great. And if not, we'll check. We'll peel it back. That's fine. But you sent everybody, which I think is a little odd. That almost did they have a team meeting beforehand, and we're like, we're not trying, right? And hey guys. Like, no. Yeah. A little <laughs> nod,
2: little <laughs> wink and <laughs> nod to everybody. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah.
4: Feels that way, that's it was. A image. bizarre game, so your intent is up, John, right? Like, how the hell did that happen? Yeah, but beyond Bobby, it being a weird game, it's tough to forecast what this could lead to for me. Have they
0: given up on an entire game this year, start to finish? No, so this I,
4: it's tough, I no. To say, it's tough for me to not say, it's tough for me to say that that's gonna continue. Um, it's you not know, gonna you also
2: it's just, it's just in a vacuum, it sucks. Bobby, what did Missoula have to say about this?
4: So Joe was adamant that it was an aberration, this stuff happens, and you assess everything and you say, Is this an off night? And that's what he came to. Yeah, he said he was adamant that they competed, they intended to win in this game. You know, he almost was on the defensive in a way against, you know, any notion that they didn't show up or um, you know, didn't Compete in this game that they gave up. Right? Um, in terms of why he sat the starters, did, he gave a did, he gave a did vague they, answer. What was ter- that? He said he had to do what was best for the team,
0: which is fair. Did they get good shots though? I don't think so. Especially Jalen. No, does Joe like,
4: believe they did? I think he thought they played <laughs> well. Like they 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 intended <laughs> to. They, wait, they, wait, they in-
2: wait, wait, repeat that.
4: They didn't even play
2: Bobby. How could they have played well?
4: Right. I, I, that's why I, I come away from this very confused by his response to this game. Um, he was adamant that they came in and competed and intended to you know, battle here, but that didn't play out on the court, clearly. You know what I mean? Like, I, It was just a no-show for some reason or another. Maybe it's as simple as fatigue, but we've watched a lot of games, John, on this show, and we've seen this team play back-to-backs. This team... Historically, plays well in back to Yes, even that's what I mean. I, I, so think this this, I think it's this is different. think it's caliber a- of the opponent. Maybe it was the fact that the Bucks were off since Monday.
0: Perfect storm.
4: Bucks off.
0: Bucks came out wanting to send a message. Bucks were red hot. Giannis was fierce. And Bucks the, have been
2: playing like crap,
0: though. They were, but to, they came out tonight. They were and firing they, and, and they, they just kept going firing and they never let up. And like I said, before the Celtics knew they, they were in a, blood before the Celtics knew they were in a fight, they'd been knocked down three times in the first round, you know, like, and it was over. They smelled, they smelled yeah. a
2: weak, a weak opponent and they just killed them.
0: I believe if the Celtics had only gone down like 12 in the first or, you know, uh, and then hung in there and it was like 14, 15, 16, they might've, they would've found, they would've found themselves and, and made something of it. I just think it got away so fast that it was done. And uh, that was it. That was it. Yeah. It's done. It's done. Flush it. They did it. Okay. I'm on to the next one. On to the next one. Uh, anything else on this game, Bobby, that kind of, that sticks with you at all?
2: I have one. How about your boy Cornet? He only logged nine minutes and he sucked.
4: Yeah, I mean, we should they talk-, talk
2: about. It. We should. At least Can make- we also
4: talk about
0: the? He might be the most likable Celtic that they've had. You know, uh, I mean, Blake was Blake, Blake as well, but he's got to be on the all-time like good teammate list, right? Like they, Luke, they, they love this dude.
2: Seems like a great guy, but I mean, he was a huge part. Of- I mean, if you want to talk about why they, why they quit in the second half, he was like the main guy out there for that. What was it twenty-one nothing run in the second quarter? I mean, it was 25, 25 it ended up being sorry.
4: Is that what it was? 25 to nothing. Yeah, that's bad. It was really,
2: really bad. Really, really bad
4: yeah so that's the thing we've seen was
0: the stay ready crew ready bobby if the starters are going to fail you as much as they did could they have not at least turned to the stay ready crew and said guys for
2: real you can't stay ready if you don't get ready
4: guys for real like you didn't get much of a bounce from that be ready There (laughs) there was they were it's safe to say they were not ready for this one. Yeah, Hi- na- the narrator. They were not. Was yeah. the stay
0: ready crew ready? Narrator. They were not. Ready. <laughs> they were not
4: ready. <laughs> they were not. Ready. Fima Highwood just came out there firing. Pritchard played I mean, well, but one he was about the only one in this game. Fima
0: um,
2: is the reason Cornette TNT switched switched, switched the game.
4: Yeah, I mean, when you get the game switched on you, that's, that's bad. Tough. That's probably about that's as long I'm as saying. It,
2: gets. it was just, just different tonight. It's a different type of lot. I'm with type you, of Jimmy.
4: This is different and so your antennas up you're you're watching where this goes. But it's tough to say that they're just going to go in a tailspin because of this. I do think this is no, pretty I good fortitude. That. I don't think I, I don't on think it. that. Yeah.
2: I don't think this is leads to I, this is just like when when you say oh every team gets blown out. This one just feels worse than a blowout loss. I'm I am with know you. get blown out. I'm not saying oh it's the start of uh something bad or or you know like here, here's not every my, team here's gives up
4: reason. a 25-0 run. That's what it is, right?
2: Right. But they, they just didn't have the... They did not have any fight. They had no... They just had no... There was no competitive
4: run. plays, nothing. John, right? Did, did anyone take a charge? <laughs> did anyone dive on a ball? Did anyone... No, well, they,
2: didn't, they didn't even have a chance to in a second. Yeah. I mean,
0: they played 15 minutes. All, all they could do was catch the ball going through the basket from Milwaukee and inbound it to somebody. Like, there weren't yeah. really opportunity <laughs> to hustle. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, and they played in that drop, and, and the Bucks just loved
0: they it. They ate like, them alive, you know? Ugh.
4: When they targeted Sam and O'Shea, they were all out of rotation. It was just oh, a mess yeah. on, on both ends tonight. I don't think they got the shots that they wanted. You know, you look at their shot profile in this game, it was really bad. Uh, they didn't get to the rim at all. There was no urgency to get downhill. How many free throws did they shoot? Who, who who even cares? But the first half, they only ended up with...
0: The, the Celtics had way more free they throws in the Celt- than the Bucs. They had
4: six what? in the first half, though.
0: Celtics finished with 30 free throws in this game.
4: Yeah, but six in the first half, so... Yeah. I want to get one to 16 body. from three.
0: If, 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 if there's anything you want referees to do is blow a lot of whistles in a 40 point game in the second half half, and then mix in a Joe Missoula challenge as well. That was what was needed. All of that stuff was
4: bizarre incredible. game. Truly bizarre.
0: Bizarre. So, we'll see we,
4: uh, so how did the obvious. player,
0: we talked about Joe Bobby. How did the players react? Like shrug it happens or was there a little bit of
4: shame? We spoke to drew and it was the shrug it happens um you know asked about the schedule and is there a better way the nba could set up you know a stretch like this to not have these kind of games and he said for sure so i think the team as a whole made that decision and you know we we asked did you guys agree with taking a seat off of that game and he said sometimes coaches have to make those decisions they want to go out and compete but I mean it's it's, a, it's is is it a strange decision that they pulled them, or is do you think it's just all minutes and load management? Well oh,
0: it was over. It is it, it too far
4: gone. So it's yeah. not strange at that point. You're down what 30 something. It was over.
0: So. Over. Um this I've ah, seen whatever. guys
2: play through that. It was it was about load management at that point. There was oh, a lot, there was exactly
0: like the league won't let you take off these national televised games, so they sent everybody and they played. Honestly. You know, I, I, I wonder if Joe's expectations were guys, let's see where it goes tonight. You know, if it's not there, I I wonder if it was almost, I don't know whether it would be predetermined. I think it'd be weird for a coach to say that, but I really do believe that um, they cared very little about this, the way they approached it overall and and Joe having no problem pulling them and then joking about it to, uh, to TNT, you know, in the game as well. Um, it seems like they were pretty fine with it.
4: Joe was Joe was adamant that this was a nothing, an aberration. Yeah. So we'll see where that goes. Yeah, this might be about us, but it's that's true. okay.
0: Her- uh, yeah. yeah why are I- they called Why are they called Fear the Deer? That's one of the dumbest slogans. I kind of like it. What's scary about deer?
4: Well, that's why they're telling you're, you're, you. You, you ever to. gone
2: head on? You ever gone head on with a with a twelve point buck?
4: They're warning. You might him.
2: not have to tell about it. You know. I mean, know yeah, what a when you get the when is. you yes, get the horns. I horn. do. <laughs> yes, I damn well do. Yeah, you get the horns.
4: Did you come out of this game respecting the bucks a little more? No. Next question. I would say. <laughs> I, would, I
0: mean. I would say no I because respect- they played. The, the Celtics just mattered. They just didn't, they, they, there was no effort, <laughs> you know?
2: I know. I mean, like, Portis is like the X factor. He was playing well. They don't, the Bucks like, they don't, when I look at their roster, it doesn't really do it for me. But when guys like Portis contribute, when Lopez, you know, hits a couple of threes, I mean, that Beasley character, Malik Beasley had a solid game too. I mean, but Portis, 28 off the bench, like, that was the only thing where I was, like, yeah, was awesome.
0: deer are prey. They're, like, the most skittish, you know, anyway. John's so. Googling deer right now to, like, back up <laughs> his point.
2: Yeah, yeah, like a little deer. Yeah, I'm not scared of a little deer, John. But some of those deer grow up to be bucks, okay? And that's when Imagine no Imagine
0: you're a little doe-eyed deer. No um, one's
2: scared of a Celtic?
0: Yeah. What's yeah. the Celtics? Show? Tonight, the Celtics steered clear of the deer, and that is that. They're done. <laughs> yeah. They decide. They decided to mail it in, and that's that. And we're done. We're done.
4: So the season um, series is tied. We did
0: way more on this game than we should have.
4: We did. All right. We'll do.
0: We'll do this. Bobby. I I want to make sure you're okay with it because I'm eyes, on board. Your eyes glaze over every time we go talk about shit. No, this is a big. Bobby one.
2: has nowhere to go for it. The next twenty. Yeah, hours. I'll stay here
4: all night. Tonight. Okay, ready. on to snacks.
0: The Bill Belichick
4: <laughs> report. <laughs> so I was in the airport this morning. What was it? Seven a.m. when it dropped. But it was it, early, yeah,
2: right around there. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I I watched you and Taylor go live after John, and you know Taylor said that he wasn't surprised at, at that point, but I do feel like there was a little bit of a. Like, you know, suspension of belief there for a couple of days where Bill's saying, yeah, I'm coming into work and Kraft's not saying anything. And again, in the back of your mind, you're like, Kraft would just say he's back if he was back. Like something's going on here behind the scenes. They're going to part. It's just about how they're going to part at this point. But you did start to wonder as a couple of days go by, (laughs) are they thinking about it? Are they getting cold feet? The fan base seemed to be growing a little bit more receptive to the idea of him coming back. And there he goes in oh, a kind of anticlimactic uh very resignation <laughs> alongside Kraft there. And I thought Kraft was good today, you know, because he kinda talked about it, John, Wright as more of a firing, which is what it was.
0: Yeah.
4: Um, but you know, Bill just came to the podium and you know, said his few words and there he goes. So Jimmy, you don't have a captain anymore, right? Who's who's the boss here? Who's in charge? Guess it's gonna be Mayo, but who's the GM on top of him? I mean, this is what people were talking about. Once Bill goes, where are you going next? I don't think that's any reason to keep him, but it still does leave that uncertainty well, into the future.
0: That is different than what you that was. It's different than your Brad Stevens stance. I do want to point out because, because
4: it's a different. Situation. But you were like,
0: where are they going to go next? And you know, like, who are they going to get? And I do think, like, my belief is still. When the marriage has gone bad, you're not worried about who your next wife is going to be. You just know you want out of this. And I think they knew that they were done here. And you have to factor in, I craft does craft respected Bill and was grateful for everything they did. He didn't like him. Bill treated him like a nobody. I I definitely don't think, like, this is a problem. I think you know, Bill kicked a lot of people's dogs, you know, walking around the building there. And I, (laughs) (laughs) many pugs, yep. (laughs) Um, so you know I'm not super surprised I wouldn't be surprised if people around the building were like oh we're so tired of him he's exhausting like can we please get someone in you know and I'm going to guess that like the the players are going to rally around Mayo like crazy and almost every positive Mayo comment is going to be like all of the Bill O'Brien comments at the beginning of this year, which were basically, you know, sub tweets of Matt Patricia or just commentary on the previous regime. I think you're going to get a lot of, Oh, we feel more trusted and, you know, part of things and uh, you know, someone who gets us. And I, I think the players are going to like it, but you said it, Bobby who's making the decisions far more important than the X and O stuff. You know, Do you
4: they have a plan.
0: Yeah. And I think it's a shitty, boring one of bringing somebody shitty and boring in. Um, and then we're just going to roll the dice and hope that the guy doesn't draft as bad as bill.
4: Who's the GM someone in the building?
0: Uh, no, I mean, Elliot Wolf, I know is a name that's kind of been talked about. Elliot Wolf. Yeah. Fear the wolf. He, he is within the building, you know, like, uh, director of scouting. I know that he's been floated uh, as a potential. I don't know if there's outside guys who are in there, but you feel like if you go with an internal candidate and in the succession plan and Gerard Mayo, I feel like you're just going to obviously bring somebody into that position who is fine with the Mayo thing, you know, like imagine going out and hiring a top shelf GM, you know, or a guy who wants control and wants to do it Right. And do the Red Sox thing and be like, but you got to work with our coach. Like, I feel like it has to be somebody kind of tied in tight.
4: What happened to Vrabel?
0: I don't know if he was ever really an option. The way it was described with Mayo today was, um, and a lot of how lo- a lot of the reporting is gone is that they already filed this paperwork with the league um, last year um and and as part of a succession plan which kind of allows them to um circumvent you know uh, regular hiring practices Rooney rule going through the motions here they already kind of filed a succession plan saying like we've already vetted who our next coach is going to be he's in the building and if and when we move on from Bill we're going to most likely hire this guy and that's kind of what it sounds like so it's it's Mayo and it's been Mayo and it's always been Mayo and Mayo walked around the building knowing he's the next head coach of the Patriots. So I don't know that any other person was considered. I have to think they probably paused for a second when Vrabel got let go and thought, ah, that is interesting, but they were way too far down the road with Mayo. I said this on a couple of shows. I think they screwed this one up bad because Mayo was supposed to come in It's not that Mayo wouldn't have been a good successor to Bill, assuming everything didn't go rotten. The idea was that Mayo would follow up Bill when he was when he broke Shula's record and was finally done and he was going to stop coaching and he would leave and they would just give it to this guy who's been learning under the greatest of all time. But it went to crap. And now you're like, oh, my God. I gotta hire this guy now because I've already kind of told him I want to even if you did want a fresh start and realized everything so they were locked they I think they locked themselves into this decision last year which is why it sounds like it's not even a conversation
2: it's, it's it's been a weird it's been a weird week which caps off a very weird season. I did go to the game on Sunday I Good had for a, you yeah. by
0: the way how much was your ticket?
2: 40 bucks which is actually more than I could have paid but I took an end zone seat. Went to the game because I had a feeling that it was going to be Bill's last game. And even though I've been a huge Bill critic over the last four years, five, and deservedly so, might I add, I wanted to go, one, because it was snowing out and those games are a lot of fun, which it was. And two, I thought it might have been Bill's last game. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go just to see. I thought maybe they'd show Bill in the, on the jumbotron a little, or you know, the big video screen. I thought maybe they'd be, not, not that it's like a foregone conclusion that he's gone, but Give the fans something to cheer about. There was nothing to cheer about in terms of the game. It was the, one of the ugliest games these I, I've ever seen.
4: Isn't it that strange if if they kind of knew they were moving on?
2: Feels like Bill must have told them, "Don't show me" or something. I can't imagine why it would have been a Patriots decision. Yeah, so, somebody had to have told the 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 whole production team of the whole stadium not to put the camera, not to go to Bill at any moment. Because not once did they. Bill wore like this outrageous, like it was like he was trudging through Antarctica. It's
0: like Darth Vader.
2: Looked like Darth Vader. Didn't want to acknowledge the the
0: mask up. Yeah. Never. Didn't even take it down for the handshakes. I know he was sick.
2: Never wanted to to be seen. Let me, let me finish here. Never wanted to be seen. Never wanted to be talked to. Post game. Didn't want to say boo to the reporters as is, you know, standard procedure today. Didn't want to have, didn't want to say a word. Just so many – it felt like a lot of different FUs were given by Bill. Deactivated Mac, which I thought was one last F, FU to Mac. Not having Mac on the active roster uh, – on the um, you know game day roster and starting some absolute – or activating some absolute no-name quarterback that I couldn't even tell you what his name is. Guy probably won't ever take a snap in the NFL. When clearly Mac is obviously a better quarterback than whoever that guy is. Not saying much, but let's be honest. I thought that was another FU. A lot of weird things happen. I had come around on the idea that Bill could still coach because we know he can still coach. We've coached the defense up greatly, but he sabotaged the offense this year. And in doing so, maybe kind of
0: on purpose.
2: Maybe more so than he thought, John. And in doing so, self-sabotaged himself because he actually ended up being worse than even he could save. We knew he can still coach but he cannot find or pick or draft or sign talent. There's countless examples of this that we could sit here for another three hours and make. We won't. The idea that Bill was going to give up GM duties, and again, give up the idea that he was you know, the chef and putting in all the ingredients, and still coach, was just a pie-in-the-sky idea because ultimately, Bill was not going to allow that to happen. He was not going to do that and make it seem like he was you know demoted right he was not going to allow somebody to come in and make the person yeah that was never gonna happen and him just coach because if that was the case he would have just been way too arrogant about it and he would have made it a point to almost like show why this guy sucked you signed this guy you drafted this guy and he sucks and here's why and i'm just you know and then all year would have been like little subtle shots at how he's just coaching, you know, he's doing whatever he can to coach. So it couldn't have worked. And now ultimately they made the decision where if he couldn't do it all, he was going to leave. And I think if you just go back to the last handful of years here of him with the power to do both, he can't do it anymore. So he'll go to some other team and maybe he'll, he will get a GM role there as well. And honestly, I'm not, I would not be too, confident and if i was that team that Bill's the guy that's going to pick the right players sign the right players draft the right players he can still coach but i don't think that he has that talent evaluation ability that he used to have anymore and i don't think the guys that he had around him do either that was the other problem if you wanted to start new and you were going to sign a or you're going to draft a young quarterback who's teaching this guy how to be a quarterback is it bill who wasn't hasn't been able to do it in a number of years hasn't brought in anybody even remotely close. Um, that's been able to get through to this, to this offense of these quarterbacks. So I think again, and the word that I always come back to is it's bittersweet and I, and I'm, and I'm a guy that, you know, and everybody here is a guy that, you know, grew up watching this team be the best, grew up watching Bill and uh, Bill and um, Tom, uh, the best tandem that ever was. And it's hard to admit or come to grips with the fact that it's completely, completely over and we might not there's a chance that we might not ever even sniff a Super Bowl again. It's hard to come to terms with that. So it's like compartmentalizing the good the good old days with the idea that change had to happen at this yep.
0: point. I think, I think that's just, the right I think that's honestly the only look, there's some people out there who are uh still kind of like now nah, they should have kept him. And I am sure everyone's entitled to that opinion. Um, but I think you're holding on to, you know. It, like you do, like you do with players, past performance and this and that, you know. I, I and look, this happened with Brad. Geez, how long did people hang on to that one? You and know, there was like,
2: no history there either. And
0: yeah. there was no history. Like Belichick's a much harder one to let go of. But I think the correct take is exactly what you said there, Jimmy. Uh, wow. That, no, but I mean, I think that's the pr- look. I don't want to tell people how to feel, but I think that that's the most reasonable one. Is that? He's the greatest ever, and you want to be able to salute that and acknowledge it and recognize still that change had to happen. And I think holding on to it was more fear of the unknown, and you're so used to this, and it was a great security blanket, and it gave you such a huge edge over the competition for so long. Knowing Mm -hmm. that you don't have it anymore is a little bit scary, and maybe those residual feelings are the reason why uh, people don't want it. Real quick, I wanted to play this. Now, Joe Missoula did, you know, you've got that coaching fraternity thing that goes on. Uh, and a lot of the coaches do kind of uh, acknowledge and respect one another and the job that they do. And sometimes they lean on each other for advice. Uh, I know Joe had gone to Patriots training camp during the, uh, you know, during the summer uh, to check in on Bill. It's a pretty regular thing. Uh, and uh, Bobby asked Joe for his comments on, uh, on Bill. And here's what he had to say pregame.
3: I, mean, I don't have a reaction to that I think I have just have a reaction to uh, you know Bill as a as a coach as a friend as a one of the best coaches of all time uh, and um, uh, just what he's been able to do thankful for the relationship that him and I have built and gotten to learn from him gotten to talk to him and it just kind of to me when you see things like yesterday whether it's coach Belichick whether it's Nick Saban it's like uh, if coaching defines you it can be an unhealthy uh, life it could be Uh, really stressful and you can be the best ever and uh, there's a shelf life. There's a shelf life on your career there's a shelf life on being with one particular team and to me the most inspiring thing about yesterday was Nick Saban has won so much and he's walked away after losing in the college playoff and to me that's inspiring as a coach because you're not going to be defined by winning. You don't have to stick around too long and and chase another one and um, I think when you see guys that go through coaching changes or slumps or you know one, it's easy to forget how hard it is to be a coach. Two, it's easy to take for granted long term success. And uh three, it's just we're normal guys that have a job and try to do the best we can. So uh just grateful for the the relationship and uh the standard that he sets.
0: You can't see this, but he was yeah. wearing a cutoff hoodie um in that presser. You can't <laughs> see it. you can't see his you can't see the rest of his arms to see that it's cut off there. Really? Yeah. But he did wear a cutoff hoodie. He was wearing a cutoff hoodie, um, which is cool. Show of Uh, respect. That's a great, it's a show of respect, um, you know, and and so, uh, like I said, you can't see it. The frame's a little tight there, but um, that's what he was wearing uh, prior to the game. And obviously a shout out. You wish uh, you could have had a
4: happy ending here, certainly, and at least more opportunity to celebrate him, but. But Still he wasn't going to let that. it
2: happen. Exactly. And, and you know what, Bobby? That day will probably come, right? I mean, when he goes into the Patriots Hall of Fame someday and and all that stuff and the NFL Hall of Fame, he, he will get his time to shine just like Brady did. And that kind of brings me back to my point that I've been hammering for a while. For a lot of people, they're finally, finally ready to admit that Bill has lost his fastball. Four seasons ago, five seasons ago, even longer than that, he was losing his fastball. When he made, when he basically, when he made Brady the lame duck quarterback, that was when, in my opinion, Bill had lost his mind because he had put a shit roster around Brady. They had one of the worst off. Op- you want to talk about Brable, That Tennessee team that wasn't even any good at all. Beat the they essentially ended the dynasty in the playoffs. They knocked Tom out of the, you know the pick six to end basically Tom's Patriots career. Yep. Guess how many playoff games the Titans won after that, John? One. So everyone wants to honk Vrabel's horn. I don't get it. I think Vrabel's been a pretty mediocre at best, borderline bad coach. I mean, the Titans haven't won anything. Ever really?
0: He, he's got the. He, I. I don't think he's had great talent. He has a leader of men sort of thing. But again, I. I. I, I he's. I don't think he's a realistic candidate. So I don't think it really matters. Let but, me just
2: finish. I don't want to go off on that tangent. Yeah. But that just happened to pop into my mind. I'm yeah. not. I, I. like. Listen, Vrabel, the player was great, and yeah, leader been men and all that stuff. But I don't know if he's got the brains to be a head coach. He might be a great DC, and all that. You know, he might be a good guy to have around a team. I just don't know if he's got head coach capabilities. But that being said, when Bill put that roster around Tom and refused to extend Tom for the very, very, very low price of two years, $25 million a year. That's when I said, what the hell is going on here with Bill? He's got a shit team, shit roster. He's getting rid of his quarterback, and he has no plan B to back up Brady at this point. And that's when the wheels fell off. A lot of people did not want to accept that. They said, "In Bill we trust – when they kicked Brady out the door, and a lot of people say, "Oh, Brady chose to leave." Brady didn't choose to leave. Brady was forced out the door, and he was basically told, "Here's the door. Go. We're going to frame it like you're leaving." And Brady, being the guy he was, didn't go out kicking and screaming. Instead, he went and won a Super Bowl. No,
0: he went crying to Robert Kraft's house and told him he was leaving. Like it was. I mean, he didn't he, have he, a choice at that point. John. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not knocking him. Bill legitimately broke Brady's heart, you know, like, and, and, and,
2: and and the worst part is aside from the fact that it's Tom Brady and you pretty much owed everyone owes their life to him, especially Bill. There wasn't even, it wasn't like a Brett Favre and Roger situation. There was no successor. They literally signed cam freaking Newton. There was no plan. So again, I think that's when we started to see Bill's arrogance really get to a point where it was actually starting to hurt the team. And at that point I was kind of out on bill and out on the direction of the Patriots are going for a number of years. It took some fans a little bit longer to get there, but at this, this year and at the conclusion of this year, again, when the jets are in the end zone doing snow angels, that's, that was like the poetic ending to this era, because how did it start with the, with the Patriots doing snow angels in the end zone after Vinatieri's field goal? against the Raiders in the playoffs. So when I saw that happening, and again, I was there. I couldn't help but note the parallels. It was so sad in a sense, but it was just so like enough is enough. Enough people need to understand what's going on here, and we need to stop this madness because – we are torpedoing yeah honestly into a black hole.
0: Uh, honestly the brady's a singular thing and it's the biggest thing but i think all of the other that stuff, was the first thing to me i know was- but I, I think i think the i think the rest of it was uh the 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 bigger issue of just kind of not evolving um and and being stuck in his ways <laughs> what made bill great is ultimately what ended up being his undoing. He did things his way and his way was different and innovative and ahead of the curve until it became the same thing. And, you know, and everybody else had moved on and he was still kind of, you know, doing it the bill way and you know i i'd say the game most, is passing him by it's not even it's not the game because he's still a brilliant strategist he understands football tactics a part of it is more but than that, so. a couple things happen he got old and old people you know, don't want to deal with as much bullshit. And the thing that was the most damning thing that I ever heard out of Bill's mouth was when he did that thing with Saban, that show, that special. And he said, you know, at this stage of my career, I really just want to coach the guys I want to coach. And I was like, what the does that mean? (laughs) Like you want to like to make it work. No, dude, this is a talent based game. You need (laughs) Big, fast, strong dudes, and if they can't, if they're then you mold them into what you want. You don't go get a bunch of Jordan Richardson's and like be like, this guy's smart, he'll figure it out. Like too many. So this shows. is where
4: it's gonna get better with Mayo. That you don't have the ego factor to this right. degree. And you have a much better relationship factor there, which is important with younger guys and you know yes. prospects that you're going to be bringing in. So you might lose a little bit with the football acumen, Red but stars. you were losing much more with the ego that was getting in the way with Bill clearly with there. I mean, yeah. Yeah. just look at the dumb decisions they made off what had to be, have just been ego, like Myers and you know, the other situations they've had <laughs> where they've just felt like they could – get by
2: it's baffling, I, 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 Bobby, I get, it's baffling and a lot of i mean the quarterback
4: baffling. thing alone is i well, mean the, the coaching can, thing
2: last
0: year was that was was probably well, john
2: you had a you made a good point in our group chat and i don't know if you want to repeat it but just about how different ways bill has said you know screw you guys and going into the oc situation oh yeah
4: like i said that I mean, alone you got an extra chance because you're bill off af- off that but anyone else would have been fired over that
0: bill made him hire O uh, o'brien and like craft said, made them uh, hire O'Brien.
4: craft craft sorry craft made bill hire o'brien
0: and elevate mayo and basically anoint mayo's successor and, and what did bill do in response he gave gerard no additional power or responsibility he still had him answering to his kid essentially um and then um, no title He's walking around the building as the freaking linebackers coach after the after the owner said, Gerard is a super important integral, basically the next coach of our team. And Bill's like, that's cool. Stay with the linebackers. And, then he brings in O'Brien, and he doesn't draft a single skill position, a single offensive player until some a bunch of crap guards in the fourth round. Doesn't let him bring in his assistants, and basically is like, "You and Mac, figure it out." Doesn't hire anybody. Gets rid of Mac's favorite receiver, and it was
4: borderline on sabotage. And what was going right. on with the offensive line? I know you, uh, Jimmy. I heard you did no tackles, are- nothing. But Trent no, Brown even with Hoshi, about it even even the coaching situation there was like a player and one of the assistants just coming oh. up with new stuff on the fly. According yeah, that, to the Herald article there.
2: The Herald article that yep. said that there was just so so much
0: upheaval in that whole um, it was messy group. and a, and again it was just kind of like i think bill just took his ball and went home and said you think i can't figure out offense you guys handle it i got the defense and the defense was competitive and the offense absolutely tanked once again because it was completely neglected both in terms of personnel the coaching behind the scenes o'Brien not able to bring in his own guys and absolutely zero talent not only talent not added talent lost i just can't it, you know what i can't figure out and
2: this is just one thing that I I don't know how Bill could ever defend it but like it was by, it had to be by far like the worst quarterback room like borderline ever I mean there, wasn't there was no one, attention paid to it There wasn't one capable quarterback in that whole entire room and then Bobby what do we see the Browns go out and do They go out and sign Joe Flacco <laughs> off the street and they and that's a team with a really good defense you know, granted, they do have a great offensive, you know, a couple of great offensive weapons that the Patriots don't have. But my point is, if the Patriots had such a good defense and they were a quarterback away or, you know, a player or two, a skilled player or two away from, real, from really kind of competing in the AFC East that was wide open, there's really not that many great teams in the AFC East. How could Bills be so clueless and inept to put that quarterback room together? How do you not bring in, again, this is another probably FU to Mac, to Mac Jones, how do you not bring in a guy that Mac Jones can learn from? If clearly Mac Jones doesn't have a firm grasp on this starting, they just role. had
4: guys coming in and out.
2: Exactly. I mean, how, how many times time. did Mac did Mac get pulled this year? Like six, and they never. And, and again, you can say whatever you want about Zappy, and he's a good story, and he made a couple of nice plays. But Zappy is not a starting quarterback in the NFL either. He's not a top thirty-two quarterback in the league. You could have gone out and brought in, spent a little. Extra maybe on a on a legitimate backup quarterback if you weren't sold on Mac. But it goes back to what John says. Was Bill just more set on just middle finger to craft and middle finger to everybody who said he needed to bring in this coach and he needed to elevate this coach? And I just can't I just that's why I'm so out on Bills, because I'm like, I don't know if this guy is with us or against us at this point. It's so <laughs> reckless of right? what he's done where so I honestly many, don't know. So
4: many ulterior motives. I, I, you just couldn't have that anymore it was weird
0: i and I, again i do think that the relationship was strained as well because i don't think he you know the reports where he didn't necessarily treat craft a lot of respect so i think well, it was zero actually to
2: jonathan too i imagine oh and I my goodness he said one word to the jonathan guy
0: has has friggin bill belichick dolls at home that he just rams pins <laughs> and knives into you know so no doubt about it i I gotta say i'm glad you guys got a bite at this apple i've been talking about this too much (laughs) and i'm gassed so i gotta wrap up the bill talk as well and it's back-to-back celtics nights um so uh yeah no i need
2: to just get it off my chest
0: if you guys have nothing else i am going to retire from this show are you guys good yep
2: all right guys thank you guys for
0: doing that Bobby's E-may, gonna get on this day. email is in town. Bobby's got to figure out if he can get home tomorrow. Uh, it's
4: not an email, the e day, John.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, no, I'm I'm gone, baby. I'm not here on Saturday. So you've got to Bobby, find you better your start
4: working flights, my friend. Yep.
0: Okay. This is, like, uh, this is planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah. Get your way home.
2: <laughs> to um to Home Alone. Was it Home Alone One where the the the, the woman can't get home? And she just jumps in the back of a van with the with um the traveling band there's got to be a couple bands heading this way from from the midwest to boston bobby
4: i'm probably gonna go chicago
2: little um little road trip you get time yes chicago i told you chicago's not gonna get you out of that airport
4: what do we so got, snow?
2: got what do we got snow wind what's the what's it calling for tomorrow
4: yeah 10 inches and wind wow all right, Bobby, no, you got tw- so.
0: you got 48 hours, buddy. We'll see you when we see you. Um, see you Saturday. <laughs> everyone who joined us, thank you guys for hanging out. We do appreciate it. We will see you guys over the weekend. e back in town. We'll see what that reaction is. Ooh. One coach oh. leaves, an old one comes back. Jimmy's going to extend thing, the show. So, yep, go thing, ahead.
2: One thing, and I need both of your opinions on this. Eme comes back Saturday. Cheers or booze? What do you think he gets, and what would you do?
4: Cheers. I'll start with you, Bobby. Cheers on both.
0: John,
4: I do. I think it's a coach. I
0: I, I it, think it would be. I, so so it's not the same as like a player um, in terms of reaction. I don't believe right or wrong. There's that much animosity towards Ime for for that. I think people kind of just accepted that it was a thing that happened and it was a the in the judgment of the Celtics without the benefit of you know all the information. I don't think people have. St- some people do for sure i don't think across the board there's going to be a strong visceral negative reaction to Ime because as we said is they never really you know kind of really got it they're like okay i guess something happened it wasn't good and had to move on and that was what they did so i don't believe the fans are going to be like f this guy Uh, i think there's as many people and again right or wrong who are annoyed with the celtics And how they handled it, as they are the uh, not annoyed, but kind of wish the Celtics didn't do that. So again, I'm not really sure how it's going to go down. I'm booing. I I, but I I don't I don't I don't don't believe they will boo. Jimmy's been adamant. I'm I'm
2: the type of fan where I will boo your ass because at the end of the day, and maybe it worked out fine for the Celtics, and they're they're in a a great place now. And you don't you're not like you're not like jealous of Ime coaching the Rockets. But at the end of the day, he effed you. He effed you last year. He put you in a bad position. He might be one of the reasons why you didn't win a championship last year, even though you can blame another number of other reasons. I think he betrayed – I think if you're a fan, you can kind of think of it like he betrayed you a little bit. Whether or not you think he deserved getting fired, he obviously did something that to the only people that it really mattered to was enough to – be removed from the organization and if that's the case then if you're a celtics fan you boo his ass on saturday you make him feel uncomfortable you say mean. keep it in line but you should say things because ime at the end of the day selfishly (laughs) selfishly uh did whatever the hell he wanted and put himself before the team and People don't have coach,
4: information, which is the challenging part. All the, the information the day,
2: we have, Bobby, is that whatever he did was enough for the Celtics to say, you're out. And yeah. that happened, what, a week before the freaking preseason started? He put the team in a very bad position last year. They didn't win the championship. Um, and if I'm a Celtics fan and I'm with the game, I'm having a good time, I'm going to boo the other team, and I'm going to boo their head coach, especially because... He screwed us a couple of years ago, and yeah, we're fine a fair now. point. Because they were, really.
4: they were in a really good position coming out of 2022.
2: The guys wanted and to play for Eme, Bobby. They didn't, you know. They're fine. I'm sure they're happy to play for Joe Missoula now. But you can just—it
4: was a challenge. You can
2: tell how hurt they were. You can tell yeah. how shocked they were. How how hurt they were. How mad they were. Maybe they were mad at Eme. Maybe they were mad at the team.
4: Remember Whatever Al the at the end made. of that year saying we had a lot of stuff going on.
2: Exactly. There was a lot going on and it wasn't the right stuff going on. And so
4: I like to take a huge distraction. I'm
2: team Boo Eme.
4: Yeah. I just think you're going to be balancing that against the obvious good things he did for, uh, what did he roster. do? He
2: wasn't even here. He wasn't even here long. He's he brought he's... them
4: to the final shimmy
2: and they lost and they blew it. Bobby, they freaking blew it. That's what he did. Okay. So at the end of the day, he's a, tiny blip on the Celtics organization history. He's a nobody. When you talk about the history of this organization, he will not come up in Joe any story. Right? Well, what's he going to do? What's Joe <laughs> going to do? I mean, I obviously understand that Joe would praise him. He's a, he's yeah. an EMA guy and he's in the position because of Eme. So yeah, he owes EMA a lot, but from an organizational standpoint, Eme is a skid mark on, on the whole thing. He's nothing. So yeah, I would boom. I wouldn't feel bad at all. That's just me.
4: Where are you going, John?
2: He already said he's gonna cheer him. He's gonna, he's gonna have John's bringing green pop uh,
0: I, I wouldn't react. I was more saying what the what the uh what the fans do. <laughs> John,
4: John was staying concessions there in the intros. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. Well, there are gonna be those people too that don't care either way. And that's right, fine too. But
4: get to the game way, because obviously they're not gonna play it up. They're, I'm to they're say his name in the intros, a-
2: and that's gonna be it. Oh, for sure. They're gonna they're gonna try it to there will be go to a video or anything like that.
4: Up. Yeah. Right, but a, I, a... All right.
2: But, b- bye. But he's the last one called, I think, in the intros, if I do if I'm not mistaken. Go to the Rocket Teamer token. Yeah, and then that's when I want to hear the
0: booze Well, it's Well, it's Eddie, what's, Eddie what's, what's more interesting. The old guard would boo him off the freaking court. What's more interesting is how the Celtics uh, handle it and whether they try to, as you said, they didn't put Belichick up on the jumbotron the game. Emi Odoka may have i'm curious how the broadcast handles it will they do a lot of talk? will they talk about it will they interview it when they ask it when they bring on how do you not do an opposing coach interview how do you not try to get email how do they ask those questions you know about that you know you've got i mean abby and those guys they're team employees drew they their team employees you know like are they gonna are they gonna talk to them are they going to show cutaways as a production truck being told don't show a lot of email cutaways like what the crowd's
4: the, gonna be on them wh- you what's think. the mandate
0: you know i think i think what's Joanna, the mandate from the celtics on down i'm very curious on that
2: i think they're gonna want to down they're gonna want to minimize it for sure now it would be almost it, it wouldn't it would be almost unprofessional to not at least acknowledge you know what the history of email i mean you gotta you can't talk about Email not mention the fact that he used to coach the Celtics and not obviously mention the fact how he was let go from the organization. You don't need to go into details on what may or may not have happened, but of course they're going to have to acknowledge the the brief history. Now, I don't expect the Celtics to con- – I don't expect the broadcast to constantly be zooming in on email because they don't want any, any more attention to pay to it than anybody would. I think
0: the majority of – Look, I think there's a faction of people out there who I think – are going to kind of piece together what they think went down and think this doofus, this goofball, this guy... You know, did this to himself. He deserves all – he deserves everything that's coming at him. No question about it. I think some people are horrified over the idea that he, um, you know, kind of created this toxic workplace culture by engaging in inappropriate relationships. There you go. uh, And the the power dynamic uh, that's at play with all of those things. There's plenty of people who are going to be in that camp. I think your base Celtics fan – their vibe is, I, I like this guy better than Joe. I wish we still had him. This goes
4: back to our That's
0: what I think most Celtics fans think. I'm So I'm being honest but, about that.
2: Yeah, that might be true, John, but that's never going to happen. So you might as well just boo his ass because he, he's, he made that not happen.
0: So it's a weird thing because you're kind of saying – I don't really care about the impropriety if you cheer. So I don't believe there will be a lot of cheers. I think it will be a fairly muted reaction. That's my that's my that's my belief because I you're, think kinda, you gotta cheer. You, you're outing yourself. What are you che- I you're care. outing yourself by you cheering for you're outing yourself by cheering as someone yet? who's not bothered by what went down. I don't think you can. I don't think people will do that, Bobby. You don't cheer for losing. What did he accomplish?
4: I mean, they went from he accomplished
2: blowing the NBA finals. Congratulations. The Celtics are up three to two. I, I, Listen, I, I, mean, I think you're they? in the
0: minority, Jimmy. I think most people thought he was an excellent coach. He how was. Odd, the he was and then he blew. I it. think the I think people think he was largely responsible for the culture turnaround here. Yeah. He was the guy who kicked lazy people in the ass and said, "You're going to play hard." He got all a team, those
2: things are he true. He got a
0: team to buy into defense, and I think that this team was frigging walking dead until may put his stamp on it, and then they got good, and then everybody was really bullish about what was going to happen the next year. And then he, and then what happened? He did what he did. So, okay, you could so be, that's
4: what I'm talking about.
0: You could be mad about it, but I think most people are not. I think most people are like, I liked this guy as the coach, and that's their view. That's what people yeah, are going to be can, cheering
4: for, Jimmy. They're then they're, they're going
0: to, I liked it. this coach. That's how they'll view it.
2: Yeah, I liked him. And then he went and he stuck his hand in the cookie jar, and that, and then, and then he got caught.
0: I don't think people think that way. That's what I'm saying, but you might, and that you could boo, but I don't believe most people do. I would I, boo. Yeah.
2: Because you can like him and say how oh, great, great he was, all you want. He screwed you over in the end. I would
0: neither cheer. My stance is I would be silent. I, he doesn't deserve my applause because he's not. I agree. The
2: silent majority. He's John not Zanis for the first time in his life.
0: He's not someone who to be celebrated because he doesn't have a series of accomplishments. Well, um, Bob,
2: Bobby's take is that you should celebrate him.
0: Uh, And, um, but I'm not going to sit and uh, I'm going to boo him either. I would be, if I were at the game, I would just kind of sit there, hands folded and say, do nothing. I'm not saying
2: spend 48 minutes booing him, but when his name gets announced, I think he deserves. Jimmy,
0: you didn't even want to go an hour tonight. You will not let me end this stream. My light went out. We got to
4: (laughs) go.
2: <laughs> I've made my point. By many points. You've
4: made you've many made points. start your own podcast. I've made my point. Many points. Boo
2: Belichick when he comes back to Gillette. Boo Eme on Saturday. Boo, boo all these bums.
4: Boo all of them. Boo, boo, Johnny Johnny boo earns. on the Jimmy John huh?
2: Boo earns. Did
0: you what just ask so? me another question?
2: You said we could talk about it on the Jimmy John podcast. Oh, good. Okay, God, I <laughs> yeah. thought I
0: thought we were opening up another like avenue for discussion. How about this guy. Bye, people. Yeah. Amit, did you make Jimmy's closing montage?
4: He's not no. here.
2: I'm going to sleep. That's fine. I'll let him sleep <laughs> this one off. But maybe by next week we'll have something. We'll give
0: him a weekend. All right, we will see you guys later. Thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you for enduring our uh, Belichick talk. we we'll transition to e talk. E-Mate coming to the Garden on Saturday. Uh, Bobby will be down there Garden Reports to follow. Bobby's going to have his e
2: jersey on.